Hey guys, I'm Taryn. And I'm Jake. Welcome to the Perth Business Podcast, where we go behind the scenes to give you an insight into what's happening in Perth's business community. On this episode, we chat to Lavinia Ware, pioneer of Lavinia Ware Social, a social media marketing business for agricultural and rural businesses in Perth. She's also the co-founder of Generation Ag and Farmers and Charmers, two fantastic podcasts that you can hear wherever you like to listen. We did encounter some technical issues with the audio this week, but don't worry, we managed to salvage the gold. Over to you, Vin. But that's probably why I can manage my time now because I was on the go doing so much then. Um, Yeah, so I got a really good internship at Perth Racing and that was in one of my final semesters. And then once I graduated, I didn't really know what I was going to do. I was at an internship and my ex-manager from Perth Racing, she tracked me down through this internship and said she had a job for me at the Perth Royal Show. And I'd never even applied for jobs. I'd literally not even graduated. Yeah, I'd not even thought about jobs. And I was getting headhunted for my first job out of uni. And it was a bit of a surreal moment. I I don't think I realized how lucky I was at the time, but that was sort of the door, the first sort of opening for me getting an inkling that agriculture was going to be the industry that I ended up going back into. So it's weird, especially because if you'd have asked my 18-year-old self when I first started uni if I was going to be an ag at all, I would have been like, I'm never going back to the farm. Mm. Like I was, it was just not because then there was this perspective that if you're going back to the farm or you're going into agriculture, you you were taking a step back. And now I've sort of opened all these doors and realized there is so much more to the industry than I was ever exposed to in school or at university or as a child. So I'm realizing that you can actually have the best of both worlds, although it's hard to manage. And someone did say I was crazy last week um, because I'm back and forth from the farm like a crazy person. Uh, It is the best lifestyle now. So um, my dad is a farmer. Um, My grandfather on my mum's side he was a stock agent he was one of the first biggest stock agents in the state um my actually my great-grandparents um were the Malik brothers so that was the biggest agricultural sales company in WA so it was like it's like the um Myers of ag back in the day it used to be on Hay Street um and they'd train all of the equipment out to the farms so uh very old history on both sides and then my dad's family all farmed in South Australia and came over. So everyone in my life is in agriculture in one way or another basically on both sides. So ag is in the blood, yeah. And I think I ran away from it because my dad had worked so hard his whole life. He's like, you don't want to be a farmer. Like it's so hard. Like working for yourself is so hard. Like the irony now though, like... (laughs) (laughs) the irony is that I'm here and I'm here to stay and he knows it he loves it now though but um that's what happens you tell you if you tell me I can't do something I'm going to do it twice as much so that's always how I've been and I guess I've had quite a unique so my parents split when I was quite young so my mum lived in the town and my dad lived on the farm and I spent a lot more time on the farm with my dad so it was just me and him for a lot of time And you're used to these uh, very traditional, stereotypical parents like a mum and a dad. And I haven't got a lot of memory, if any, of my mum being on the farm when I was a child. She's huge, huge impact on my life and she's amazing and I'm probably where I am because I've had her worldly view. She's very well educated and she's very well travelled and she's, you know, doing amazing things for herself. But 
having my dad and seeing him on a daily basis not only take the role of growing this farm and this business and this huge enterprise he has now, but he also, he cooked, he cleaned, he washed my clothes, he did my hair, he made my lunches. And that 20 years ago, this was 20 years ago, that was unheard of. And I've only really, in, I guess in the last six months since coming home, um, since COVID and spending a lot more time on the farm as an adult, realized that I am the Ray I am because I have never seen the stereotype nuclear family. I've just seen someone do it all and then vice versa my mum she just did it all as well you know like she looked after my sister and she did both roles and yeah they did really well to co-parent but yeah there was a lot of time where I'd only seen a male role model in both so for me the concept of being a housewife on a farm just it, it doesn't exist I I just don't understand or I mean I understand that some people that's really what they want they just want to have children they just want to be on the farm or they just want to marry somebody I think that's great but for me I just don't understand it when I've seen one person to be able to be both or I think that it should be a partnership there shouldn't just be one person who's domestic and one person who's out doing the business side of things it's a big industry. It's it's a multi-million, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. It, it is, I don't, no one realizes the average farmer is after tax earning more than a million or two million a year. People don't, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people have no idea how much money is in the industry. After mining, it's agriculture. There is. But you don't have to do. But you don't have to do manual labor. There are so many jobs in agriculture that don't require you to do any manual labor. Mm-hmm. It's just people don't know about it because we haven't told our story. And I guess that's really how I was like, oh my God, why are we not talking about this amazing industry we have? And slowly but surely, we have a few really good advocates who are older and younger starting to come through that are just telling our story and I have some really good people around me now like my ride or dies in the industry like Kayla who I do the podcast with she's amazing but also some other really special people in my life who when we have those days when we've got a hundred people against us because there are a lot of people who still don't understand fully why it's so important for us to tell our story um, it's really good to have those people who you know are your support and it's still a very small circle but it's it's really good so yeah if you're interested in a career in agriculture hit me up guys one of my clients is a newer concept to agriculture or a couple of them are actually in different areas and it's going to take five years and they think that it's 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 especially when there's been no marketing strategy or no PR or no social everything you're going to take so much time to actually get in front of the farmers and understand that farmers need to be sold to or educated in such a unique way where they are actually listening and they're talking about it with their friends, contemplating it, thinking about it again. They'll come back to it in three years and then they'll purchase. It's not – and even retargeting and doing Facebook ads and that sort of psychology, it's very different. They contemplate things very uniquely. Advice. I think go and get experience working for someone else first. I don't think it's a good idea to start your own thing straight away off the bat. I wouldn't have been ready if it had gone straight from uni and not done the other stuff. I wouldn't have known enough. And I still didn't. I've learned so much in the last two years. Don't get me wrong. But I think there's little things. Because what's really important is reputation in Perth. In WA, ag is very small, a, eh? 
and um, digital marketing in Perth is very small. Like if you are going from one agency to another, hands down probably 90%, someone from this agency will be really good friends with someone at this agency. Like it's very small. It's very connected. So you want to make sure that you're doing the best job you can. And there are a lot of people who just say stuff and it sounds good, but it's actually it's really important that you actually go through and fulfill that. And sometimes not every client works out, but that's not always necessarily you not have done as much as you could have. Sometimes it's just, it wasn't the right fit. Sometimes they didn't, didn't understand how long it actually takes to see results when they've never done marketing before um, and a variety of other reasons. But if you can hands down say, you know, I did the best I could with what I had, then that's great. But I think you have to go and learn a few more things first from other people or work in house because sometimes you'll get clients who will come back to you and go I have spoken to x y and z and they've said we're not getting this engagement blah 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 why is this and then if you know how to answer that without blinking they're gonna go okay actually you know what you're talking about but if you don't know how to answer that question without not looking at anything else you're not ready and that's really Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to that episode. If you loved it, don't forget to leave us a review. And if you hated it, keep it to yourself. And if you know who you want to hear from on the next episodes, slide into our DMs on Instagram.